Um, what I'm, the Bible talks about false doctrine, um, things that we believe that are not true. It talks about them like a rock. A rock, a kamak, rock. They are like a rock. And they're, a rock is difficult to break up. But the Bible says that my, God's word is like a rock, like a hammer. That breaks the rock in pieces. Now we've all got rocks inside of us, of things that we've been taught. But do not line up with the Bible. These are things that cause failure and misery in our lives. These are the things that the devil has planted in our hearts. And he wants them to stay in our hearts because they produce all the misery and all the hell that we find in our lives. Even though most of us are born again and we go to heaven when we die. We were born again out of this world, devil dominated world system. And we don't have to look very far to see that this world is controlled by the devil. And sometimes we can uh, we can get born again and we can have the life of Jesus on the inside of us. But there's still plenty of things in our lives that are of the devil. But let's not pretend to be spiritual here. You know, when you fight your wife, it's of the devil. When you when someone gets when, when you start fighting as a family, that isn't of God. When you open your refrigerator and there's no food in it. When the kids are crying because they're hungry. That is not of God. That is the very nature of the devil. That's the very thing that came on this earth when Adam and Eve sinned. And God wants to get that out of us here on this earth. The first verse I want to look at is this. It says, um, this is in Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Do you need a bit more volume on that microphone? Are you alright? Uh, yeah, I can read you more volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Okay. Now, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this verse in English. I want Jana to read it in Bulgarian. And um, I wouldn't mind if someone could read it in Turkish first. Brother Service, can you actually... Can anyone read that in Turkish? Huh? Is, that, is that good Turkish? Can I read it? Okay, someone will come up near the front. All the people understand it in Bulgaria. Alright, we'll forget that. We'll forget the Turkish. Okay, here we go. This first, this first word says, Don't wait. Thy will come, thy will be done. In earth, as it is in heaven. Now, my idea, 
This first session is me taking the hammer of God's word and taking false doctrines that say it's not real that we should suffer with poverty and I aim to smash them to pieces and try to demolish every idea in your mind but us not having enough Us not having enough food. Us uh, going hungry. Идея, to do things for God and not being able to do them. Идея, това, нещо, да да Somehow pleases God. Somehow pleases God. Because the devil has planted in a sick, a sick sort of idea into people's minds. That the more the 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 more unhealthy we are physically, and the more poor we are, the more God likes it. If you don't believe this, just go into the Orthodox churches. Go to the Orthodox churches. And look at the icons and the saints. And they all were broke. And sick. Now this is an idea that never came from the Old Testament. You can't tell a Jewish man that God wants him poor and God wants him sick. They're thinking joking. They think they would think it's a joke. But in the New Testament, um, Eastern religion started coming into the church. You know what I mean by that? Who's ever seen Star Wars? In Star Wars, there's a character called Yoda. And he lives in a swamp. And he doesn't appear to own anything. And uh, these, often you think of the Eastern religions, you think of these monks, that they just have a little robe They live in a monastery and they don't eat food. And this idea has been planted in our minds. Welcome everyone. Find yourselves a seat. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. It's great to see everybody. It's great to see, great to see a room full of people here. And folks from Malacanari and Sedanania. Praise the Lord. Excellent. Just to say, my, oh, that's much better for me, Tim. That's much better for me. My aim on this first session is to break down the ungodly idea that having enough money for to, to operate with to have finances to give into God's work 
having money to give into God's work is in some way ungodly. And God, God, God somehow enjoys it when we don't have enough money. And God somehow also enjoys it when we're not very well physically and This idea is quite strong in all of our hearts. And uh, the only way to get it out of our hearts is by using God's word. And that's the first scripture I'm just looking at here is in Matthew 26. And it says that God, Thy will be come, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Okay, so hey, when you get to heaven, you're not going to be standing up to your ankles in mud. Freezing cold. With a bad cough, with a bad case of the grip. And with someone screaming their head off at you, shouting at you, yelling at you. You're going to arrive in a place that is absolutely beautiful. Perfect climate. Streets paved with gold. You will have your heavenly mansion there. The Bible says there will be no sighing or crying in heaven. The Bible talks about little children we had to play out in the out in the woods and they wouldn't even get bitten by a snake or poisonous. This is what the Garden of Eden was like before Adam sinned. It was a perfect place. And God's will is for always for us to get back to Eden. And often we thought, hey, well that's great, one day I'll die and I'll be in heaven. I'm you, have a bit of heaven here on this earth. Because as far as I'm concerned, I ain't planning on dying for a long time. And I'm not planning on suffering on this earth with all of the devil's stinking diseases and poverty and one day make it into heaven. I believe that here on this earth we can take hold of some of heaven and bring it to this earth. And this is what this seminar is about. Ultimately you will have what you believe and you will have what you speak out of your mouth. The reason we are all in this condition we are in at the moment I'm talking about brother Tim and me and all of everyone in this room. Not one of us has arrived in, at God's will in this area. Today, by planting in these scriptures into our hearts, by taking out old things that we believed and replacing them with new things, and then talking the same way, 
speaking, we will ultimately swing our whole life around and we will rapidly see our health improve and our, and our finances improve. But the first job I have to do is a hard operation. We've got to use God's word to cut out the old bad doctrine. И след това ще заседя новата доктрина. Който ни каза, че ние трябва да имаме небето на земята. Следващия си, който искам да погледна е в първо Тимотей, първо глаш, десети стих. Това е си, който много хора знаят. Първо Тимотей, First Timothy And aired from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, if you notice here, it is not money which is evil. Okay, he took money to get Tim over here from England. It took money for me to drive people from Slytherin over here. Everybody who got here today had to spend something getting here. So if money was evil, we should all be living out of the woods with, with wearing animal skins. Hunting. Picking berries off trees. Well, that's ridiculous. So obviously this scripture doesn't mean that money is evil. It says the love of money. Now the love of money is about the most evil thing we can do. And actually... To be honest, we all have way too much love of money in our hearts. You know, I only have... I only need to get my wallet out. And everyone starts looking at it. I'm wondering how much money Craig's got in it. I'm wondering what he's going to do with that money. People, you know, you just see money and people's eyes start following it. And, um, but here, he says the love of money is the root of all money. And then he then goes on to say which some coveted after. Now coveting is when you have a, 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 an ungodly desire for something. You want it. You think about it all the time. You think of bad ways of getting it. 
And he said, these people who've done this have gone away from the faith and have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now the reason money is being spoken about in a negative way and many people have heard people preach about money, we don't want money, we hate money. Money is evil. The people who got money are bad people. You see, they're not talking about money, they're talking about the effects that money has produced on people's lives. And even now, we know that um, many people have gone abroad working. And families have been disruptive. Disrupted. They've been broken up. Um, uh, people, pastors have left churches. And uh, many times people are not really following God. They're running after money. And you see, when you're running after money, no, you can't ever get enough money. You get a thousand lever in the bank and then you want ten thousand lever. And the thing is, is that when you start running after money, Money carries with it, really carries with it devils and demons, which actually cause great sorrow. You see, these people here, these people here in this verse, pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Okay, just settle in the new people here. <laughs> we're talking about how... The question we're really asking here, is money evil? And the Bible says that money isn't evil. The Bible says that the love of money is One of the reasons we take offerings in churches is because when you give your tithe and you give your offering you are saying money I don't love you. You're saying God I love money I love you more than money. And um, so money is not evil. The love of money is evil. Just the Bible needs to make sense. The Bible needs to make common sense. Does that make sense? We spend all week long trying to earn money. So if that was the case that money was evil, we should not be working for it every day of our lives. The great thing is that God can get money to us. God wants to prosper us if we will receive it. But why are we thinking, hey, money is evil, money is wicked? We will often resist things that enable us to make money. Because 
Now, another scripture here is in the book of Proverbs. In book, so book of uh, book of Proverbs, and it's Proverbs 10. Preach the set of Baba. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, Twenty-two. Did you know? Yeah, Proverbs ten twenty-two. It says here. Look, it says that the blessing of the Lord. He makes us rich. And he has no sorrow with it. Does it say that in um, what? Extra large speakers in the car. They are and they are selfish. Ugly, rude. And they just awful people. That's not the sort of rich that God wants us to make us. The kind of rich that God wants us to be is that we've got plenty for every good work. It means that our children are well clothed. We can look after our, grand, our mom and dad properly. We can live in a nice warm home. We can show hospitality to people. We can afford to give our kids a good education. We have a vehicle we can drive people around in and go to places. We may well, I often believe that God will give people businesses. We can, we, we, which we can bless other people with. We can, we, we can bless our church and our pastor. When it comes to offering time, we can give generously. When it comes time to have new equipment, we can actually afford it. This is the kind of rich that I'm talking about. You see, we're to love God and not money. The Bible says that we should love, our, love God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind and all our strength. Now, as Christians, we are blessed. We are, the Bible says that Christ, that will be Jesus, Christ rescued us from the curse of the law. Jesus hung on a cross. I think we got, we got a cross somewhere behind the projector, but we believe in the cross. And Jesus died on that cross. And he hung on that cross for our sins. And he poured his blood out for our sins. And he was the last, he was like a, the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, the Bible says. 
какво беше? Делям с него. Това за малежи са. А един за който беше захван преди съзнанието на света. Ние вярваме в това. Ние сме тук поради това, което Исус извърши. Но Той ни умря само за наши грехове. Той умря също така, за да има изцеление ние. Че чрез Неговите рани ние сме изцелени. И вярваме, че ние вярваме, че не е само Той понесе нашите грехове, но и нашите болести. Също така Той отне проклятието на бедността. Бедността е гадно нещо. Всеки, който мисли, че да си беден е благословение, има нужда да отиде в лудниста. Защото да си беден е нещо отвратително. Мога да ви казвам, че всички тук сме доста изживяли в бедночина. Надявам се вас, че сме по-добра, отколкото преди сме били. Сега си съм смело да заявя, че бедночината е нещо лошо. Нещо отвратително. И всъщност това е проклятие от закона. Израелтяните изпадаха бедночия, когато не се покориха на Бог. Когато те му се покоряваха, те благоденстваха. Бог ни прекъсното ги предупреждаваше да не се бунтуват. Abundance. 
Honey. Because I want to affect your mind. Because for so long we've been thinking, oh, that's just for people, other people, not me, other people. We need to start believing that God can get some of this good stuff to us. You know, all the good cars and all the good stuff is not necessarily for the, for the sinners. God wants the righteous, that's us. People who have allowed Jesus to wash them with his blood. To have some of this world stuff. And here it talks about God's blessing that comes on us. And we are blessed because Jesus took our curse off us. It says he makes rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. It's possible to have an abundance of, of, of stuff. And happiness as well. But if you get money the wrong way, it does have a terrible curse with it. But we're going to be teaching you in this seminar how to get money God's way. And how not to love money. But to love God. Here is another scripture in Psalm. I think it's 25, 37. Sorry, it's 37, 25. Yeah, 37, 25. Where's that one that says he has pleasure in the prosperity of the Oh, sorry, Psalm 35, yes? 27, that's right, yeah. Can I just ask folks to keep their phones switched off, please? So we'll put them on vibrate if you Okay, all right. Here is another verse that says, Let them shout for joy. And be glad. The favor of my righteous cause. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Does it um, say that in Bulgarian? It does. Okay. God has pleasure. Pleasure, uh, happiness, joy. In our prosperity. You know, I have my father lives in England. And sometimes he phones me up. And he asks me how I'm doing. What he, he can't see me. Because we're talking on a telephone. 
So he has to hear what I'm saying. He wants to hear that we've eaten good that day. He wants to know that I'm standing in some nice, reasonably good clothes. He wants to know that my fire is burning properly and I've got wood in my house. He wants to know that I'm happy with my wife and my children. That gives him happiness. Next time he phones, if I tell him I have an incurable disease, and I haven't eaten for three weeks, and my wife has left me, and I'm actually not even living in my house anymore, I'm sleeping in a tent in the woods. That will not please my father. How much more heavenly father? Let me show you another scripture that's probably more familiar to you in Matthew chapter 7. Now, I'm just using scriptures here and I'm just going from one to the next to affect your minds that God's will for us personally is prosperity. I will talk more about God's God's kingdom and God's what God wants to do with this money and this money isn't just to necessarily spend all on ourselves but it's um, actually Matthew 7:11. But God's will is prosperity. That's money. <laughs> and it says here, it says if we being, it says if you being evil, know how to give good gifts. How much more? So your Father which is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him. Now if you remember from this passage um, look up in verse 9 if we can just scroll up in verse 9 it says this it says um, it goes which of you um, uh, or what man is there that, of you that who, if his son would ask for bread, would give him a son? You know, many times people say, oh God, I asked for this and God gave me something else. God's not stupid. What we ask for, he gives us. And when we're asking for something good, he's not going to give us evil, give us something bad. Verse 10, please. Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. Now I want to just say 
So you, you might say to me, well, Craig, why aren't I experiencing more in my life? And one of the biggest reasons is because of false doctrine. Because of false teaching. Because, because in your heart you think God, God doesn't like me very much and he doesn't want to get me very much and really he's quite happy that I just have this small amount that I've got and on our brochure one of the scriptures we wrote on there was 3 John verse 2 Третий, третий, третий стих. And, uh, I'm going to be about another 10 minutes, so just hang on and I'm almost through for the third They were even blamed for overeating. Money costs just as much then as it does now. Uh, food costs just as much then as it does now. At one point they fed 5,000 people. And the scripture indicates that they had, if there had been a shop to buy the food at, they could have bought the food. 
Okay, at one point there was a miracle where, they, where Jesus fed 5,000 people. And the, and the disciples said it would cost seven months' wages to buy the food. But they had that money with them. They had that amount of money with them. They just didn't have a shop to get the food from. Jesus' money had plenty of Jesus' ministry had plenty of money in Going back to that verse in John uh, uh, 3 John 2. So So Jesus came to give us an abundant life. You know, people will preach and tell us that God is awful and all, all, all we can expect on this earth is awfulness. But one day, hallelujah, we're in heaven. But we can no. have heaven on earth. <laughs> Jesus came to give us life and life is not experience. And if you're not experienced that sort of life, you can do two things. You can go, oh, this is just the will of God. My kids are all sick, it's the will of God. I haven't eaten for a week, it's the will of God. Or you can get aggressive. And say, no, this is not the will of God. I refuse to accept this as the will of God. And use your faith. And use your authority. To bring in the will of God into your life. If you don't get aggressive with this. The will of Satan will stay in your life. The Bible says that the, the, the kingdom of God suffereth violence. And that doesn't mean that we're going around beating each other up or fighting. But we, we, are to, we are way too easy on the devil. We're, we're way too easy on the devil. Here this verse says, I wish above all things. That thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. And this, these two days, myself and brother Tim and others are going to be working on our souls. Working on our mind and our will and our emotions. And this is the area that is keeping us in bondage. For many of you, it might be the first time you've heard that God wants to prosper you. And that God would even be happy if you had enough money. Finally, last two scriptures, Matthew 6:33. Ultimately, the money is to propel the kingdom of God forward. Brother Tim is an evangelist. He goes all over the world. And he preaches the good news about Jesus. The preaching is free. But the human beings are expensive. 
And this I'm going to preach to my dog and my cat. And my, my daughters and my wife. If I want to go any further. And my own garden. I need some money. And to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, we need finances. And one of the reasons God wants to get finances to you is because if you've got finances, the church has got finances. Because you are the church. And here it says, if we put God first, seek ye first the kingdom, and his righteousness and all these things should be added okay and all these things in the context here was, was clothing was food with all the things that the people in the world are running after and God said if you put my kingdom first you won't even have to go looking for these things they will be added to you there's a verse of scripture in the Old Testament that says it says all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you again the context is just money goods, houses and, uh, but the our focus has to be no, on God наш, and His kingdom. Loving God, not money. And final verse here is in Deuteronomy 8, 18. And here... Here it says here to remember. You should remember the Lord your God. For He has given you powers. That He may establish His covenant. Which He swore to His forefathers. As it is this Now, what I want to say to everybody in this room, ladies as well. In Proverbs 31, it talks about a woman that She's a businesswoman. She's buying fields. She's wheeling and dealing. So this, is, this isn't just for the men. A lot of this wealth will come via business. You know, God, many times because we believe God doesn't want us to have anything, business, business deals come down the road and they come to our house. They stop. They wait for us to do something. They, they, wait, they wait another week. They wait a month. Finally, they get up fed up of waiting and they go on. Sometimes we're looking at things that God is saying, here, this is for you. This is something that's going to prosper you. 
And we go, no, no, if I did that, I might get rich. That is what God wants. And God has given us all the power to get wealth. Jewish people run the banking industries of the world. Doesn't matter how badly you treat them, they keep coming up to the surface. Even their own country of Israel, despite all the war and all the trouble it has, produces the best crops and the best uh, technology. We are the seed of Abraham. We are Jewish people. You are not, I'm going to break the curse now that you're not stupid. Romis and Turkish people. And that's what's been spoken over you. That's what's been spoken over you. And that's a, that can be a curse. It doesn't matter that you didn't spend long at school. That's one of the reasons I love brother Tim so much because Tim Tim will often tell us about how they spoke curses over him when he was young. We have the Holy Spirit in us. And he can lead us into prosperity. And he will lead us into prosperity. And he will give us the power to get away. So I'm just going to finish up by blessing everyone. Father, let's just bow our heads. Father, we receive a blessing on us right now. That we are empowered to prosper. And we tear down the curse. It says that we're stupid. It says that we're a cursed nation. It says that we'll never get ahead. Lord, we expect blessings to be coming to our houses. We expect our finances to increase. We expect our health to increase. We expect our lives to become more and more abundant. And there will be more joy and uh, happiness in our houses. And that you're bringing us up in this area of finances. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.